false teachers you gon' pay for it. And it's coming back soon, so just wait for it. Better hope you have mercy, better pray for it. John 3:36, what you say, Lord? Whoever don't obey the son, get a rap for God. Don't ask me questions, better start asking God. Because you ain't mad at me, you really mad at God. And I used to rap for the devil, now I rap for God. You scared of persecution? Yeah, I understand. What happens when you deny God in front of man? Y'all run around questions about the LGBT. But God said a man shouldn't be with another man. He said it's an abomination. The word is the word, forget the denomination. Stop switching the word to avoid confrontation. You serving the world, you ready for that conversation? I listen to Christian hip hop, I heard a lot of verses. They talk about cars, I ain't hear any Bible verses. Y'all taking advantage of Christians, no, they gotta purchase. I guess it's for the money, I mean, I hope it's worth it. Revelation 315, that's what this is about. You could've stayed with God, but you took a different route. Instead of telling the truth, you kept it in your mouth. You know what he do to lukewarm, he spit him out. Y'all always talk about the love, but forget the wrath. Hello, and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Hello and welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. Uh, I'm here with my brother Justin Moss and my name is Nick Benson and we just welcome <laughs> welcome you back to a new episode and um, man getting uh, getting an early start. We actually have an early recording this this week which I, I kind of I don't know I kind of like it because it's a, an early start with, with Jesus which I hope right. um, helps illuminate your guys's day uh, and brighten up your day when you when you do listen to this and we just thank everybody for for not only tuning in, but if you can uh, subscribe or follow the podcast so you get updates when the new episodes drop. Um, but this episode, we I know for personally and my family um, has been um, not I don't want to say an issue, but a uh, topic definitely as of late. But also, um, I feel like within our within within our marriage. Um, Idols have been something that, in so many different ways, shapes, and forms, have um, played their part in not only my walk. Um, I know in my wife's walk as well, but also in our in our marital walk. Um, there's been things that have came and also gone because they've um, distracted our attention from God, which mm-hmm. that's what makes it an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we this episode is is obviously about idols, but it's about our time spent and how we spend our time um, on a daily basis. Because, like I said, there's so many different forms that idols can be, and and uh, they're 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 a distraction. Needless to say, mm-hmm. um, but I hope that within this episode we can share on how we've noticed and ridded those things and used God's power in order to do that. Mm-hmm. But um, but also help each of us take uh, an inventory of maybe what could be an idol right now uh, <laughs> moving forward. So um, just to kind of kick it off and start it, um, when I when I was when we, basically we, this came from us talking. I think I don't know if it was last episode or two or maybe even the one before it. We 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 made a mention about our time being spent and what we do spend our time on. Um, because the, an idol obviously takes away the time um, from the things we should be doing. Um, so when when bringing that up, saying that like we should talk about that, what what were like kind of the first things, or maybe even thoughts you had 
um, and maybe wanting to share or maybe even wanting to go off of? So, um, you know me, right? I wanted to define what an idol is. Okay, nice. Right? And that turned into uh, quite a rabbit hole. Nice. Because... It turned into an idol. Right? Turned into an <laughs> idol. All of a sudden, I'm worshiping it. I gave it my money. <laughs> but it, it the reason I say that is because our premise of this podcast, this particular episode, was to be about idols and what what we spend our time on. And... Really what the Lord ministered to me about was the reason he brought about idols was because of who he is, but also because he recognized that that would just be man's problem for eternity, mm-hmm. right? Until, yeah. until we're here, until Jesus comes. I shouldn't say eternity, <laughs> but for until Jesus comes. And it's those spiritual eclipses. It's that thing that comes in between you know, you and God, and mm-hmm. then you can't see him because you're focusing on whatever that may be. And I wanted to give like a, 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 a worldly definition and then a biblical definition. And there's actually like two kind of definitions from the Old Testament to the New Testament as well. So the worldly um, definition, I believe this was the Oxford Dictionary, was an image, a representation of a God used as an object of worship. That's what an idol is. Mm-hmm. Um, the biblical definition from the Old Testament actually says horrible thing or terror, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And the New Testament says an image or a likeness. Um, when I when I was doing the the you know a little bit of research on it, you obviously think about those things that um, were worshipped in the Old Testament that kept you know kept each of God's people from actually worshiping him. And any time that they were separated or had something separated or had some time of separation from God, they started to create these idols. Mm -hmm. And you think about what it was. They weren't necessarily just saying, well, we're going to worship this thing. They would like create images and likeness of these things and they would like they would worship them mm-hmm. and, and you see that you know when moses comes down the mountain and all of a sudden there's like that gold calf that he's like come on guys what are you what are you doing and even when we go back to you know the ten commandments which was you know basically that jewish law where god was telling them right off of the right out of the gate right in, in uh, exodus chapter 20 he starts it off saying i am the lord your god who brought you out of the land of egypt out of the house of bondage. So right there, he's just reminding you, like this, I saved you guys. Mm-hmm. You're mine. I chose you. I am the Lord, your God. Then he says, you shall have no other gods before me. And I looked up that word gods to find out what, you know, what that actually meant. And it's, uh, it's actually a reference to Elohim mm-hmm. saying that don't put anything as high as me mm-hmm. is, is, is really what he's saying. And then in verse, verse four, um, he really breaks down what an idol is, right? What's it say? It says, you shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. Embedded in the Ten Commandments right. is that nugget about idols. 
So if we fast forward that to what we're talking about, our idols look a little bit different than a golden calf. Right. They look a little bit different than um, than altars being set on high places. They look a little bit different than, and I have actually like the three different gods that were worshipped in the Old Testament that I'll talk about in a little bit. But really for us, it's entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's um, sometimes even our children, mm -hmm. our wives, friends, work. Like all these things become idols because they actually get in the way. And once somebody says that, you know, most people, if you have half a brain, are going to get uh, a little bit offended. You're like, hold on. So I can't love my family. I can't work hard. If you do it onto the Lord and mm -hmm. you're doing it for the Lord, you, you actually can. Right. You can. But we as man and our flesh, it, we struggle with the ability to, to do that. Because it's that pride, mm -hmm. um, it's that desire that we have for more, it's that hunger, right? All these things start having us stray from the path and having us keep our eyes, you know, focused on on, on Jesus. So that's that's what I initially got, but I, I'm curious to see what you got, Nick. Um, yeah, I took it. I took it on the the now. Mm -hmm. time like you know how 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 do I deal with idols and what were my idols or mm -hmm. what are my idols because we're not perfect and we're still gonna you know make those mistakes of getting getting distracted or blinded by the world or by things that are circumstances or whatever may be going on but I know time spent is is and can be an idol in itself because wherever we choose to spend our time, if it's not honoring God or seeking Him first, it turns into an idol, you know, or mm -hmm. can be. Um, and you mentioned a few good ones, and I know, like, you know, in, in opening, I was mentioning, like, in our, in my, in my marriage, we had, um, or I had idols, whether it was work or sports, and even thinking about the sports one, that, that has layers, because... I not only like to watch sports, but I also like to play sports. So, so you're an athlete. So yeah, I guess you could say that. A athlete, because I'm a dad athlete. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, but that that was something I had to learn and 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 really take into account how I was, where my focus was, because if my focus was how and when the next time I can play or watch a game was was taking my focus away from God mm -hmm. and my family, like he's called me to lead, then that ultimately that's an idol. And like mm -hmm. I had to start weaning those things out. And then I even mentioned work, same thing. I would bring work home with me. I'd work all day, then come home and answering emails or uh, answering phone calls or texts from shops, things like that, when that should have been time that I was giving back to my family or to or to or to the Lord because depending on what he was calling me to do, I, I obviously wasn't doing it because I was so focused on my work or my email or text or whatever. So um, for my walk, and, and, and I'll just keep it, like I said, from from being married and on, so like 2008 till now, um, work and sports were, were big ones. Entertainment, like music, I would always, a new CD or someone would come out, I would, mm -hmm. I would be, I'd be in line to go buy it or or seeking where I could go buy it, or when it does come out, just, you know, if the Bible tells us to, or, you know, if Jesus tells us to seek his kingdom first, mm. 
but I'm seeking when the next CD comes out before I've even read, before I have gone to church, before I've served, before I've done any of these things that first God called me to do because he's my God mm -hmm. and that's what I'm here to do. Ultimately, that became an idol. And, you know, you mentioned our families or even ourself even can be coming, uh, could be an idol as well, like where, whether you're thinking about your own like for me personally, thinking about my own self before, say, anybody else. Like, how, how was I feeling? Am I hungry? How, you know, do I not feel good? Or, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, you know, I, sh I shared about the, the men's breakfast that I was fighting to go into. Mm -hmm. That was like, you know, I was, I was struggling against self. Like, I was mm -hmm. telling myself I didn't need to do it. Was, and, and thank God that I, I actually died to myself and made that trip inside because then I had a, I had a U-turn at that point, and when I, when I didn't think I needed a U-turn, I thought I was doing fine because I had a job, I had mm -hmm. finances, I was married, we had kids, we were healthy. Uh, you know, I'm like looking at it from like we're we're good people, we're good, but mm -hmm. really we weren't. And there was a lot of things in my life that I was wasting time on, and um, because of speaking of time, it it reminded me of Ephesians um, five fifteen through seventeen which it says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And, you know, I know in the, in the New King James, it talks about walk, walk circumspectly, which is one of your fav, faves. Yeah, you know that. Um, but it basically, you know, Walking circumspectly, some people may not know what that is. So that's why I like that's why I like to read NLT really because, mm -hmm. like I was sharing with my brother Craig, that the NLT is kind of like New King James versions, like commentary. Mm -hmm. Like so, it's like so simple readers can understand it. So I like to compare the two, obviously, because I want to see what you know, like what pastor would be reading from with New King James version. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to to understand on that level. Um, but like I said, the, the my simple side of me also needs a commentary along with it because if I were to read, you know, walk circumspectly, I would just be I wouldn't necessarily know what that meant without looking it up or without. So having the two comparisons or the two translations has helped me uh, with that. But I like how the NLT speaks more like modern day. Hmm. So like it says that you know, so be careful how you live. You know, walk circumspectly. Don't live like fools. Mm -hmm. You know, not as fools, but as wise. So it's, you know, so... And for me, that was... The wisdom was trying to... Like, realign or calibrate with the will of God. And mm -hmm. I couldn't do so because I was out of focus or distracted by things that, that I've mentioned. Like the work and sports and... Uh, health or f finance whatever it may be hmm. um, so yeah that in a, in then verse 16 it says make the most of every opportunity in these evil days which which to me speaks loud and clear because we do have to be careful and we do have to make the most of all the opportunities uh, that's word circumspectly is one of my favorite favorite words just because of the way the way it says it but you touched on something that um it's gonna have to be another podcast i actually wrote it down <laughs> nice no seriously because people like if you talk to somebody 
and you try to explain to them the gospel and their need for Jesus, they say, oh, no, 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 I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. I don't lie, I don't cheat, I don't steal. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I give to charity. I, um, you know, I, I always spend time with my kids. I'm good to my wife. You know, they, they can give this list of things that they can do. You know, uh, uh, I, have, I, I have a roof over my head. I have food. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I spend time with, you know, my other family members outside of my house. These people would, you know, I don't do anything bad. Even people will say, I don't drink, I don't smoke, like I, you know, I'm a good person. But that's not, that's not the qualifications mm -hmm. for heaven. Right. And although some of those things are fruits of being saved, mm -hmm. they're not necessarily the checklist that right. you would check off to get you, to get you in heaven. And the problem, if a lot of those people don't realize, is they might have actually listed some qualities that are respectable. But they have also identified that they might have a pride issue. Mm. Yeah. The pride might be your idol. If you think you're that good, right. you're probably not comparing yourself to the right thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Like you, could, you can compare yourself to, you can compare yourself to uh, the lowest people, which is what man wants to do. But also, that's not the comparison you want to do. And if I said I wanted to compare myself to somebody, I'm not going to compare myself to somebody that's above me. Mm -hmm. Right? My pride won't let that happen. Right. But that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, we're all sinners yeah. in need of a Savior. <laughs> True. But I wanted to, because I think we'll have to make that another, I like a podcast because I, I like that. But I also like the fact that you recognized that, you know, you had these things that were idols and you were able to identify them, um, but also that you recognize that even though you made some right steps, that they were still a, a problem, mm -hmm. right? They were, they were still a problem. And that's what, that's what, that's what we're, it's where we fail as men because we may be able to identify like, Hey, look, I might, I might, I might have a little bit of an issue because my whole time, is spent on you know like you said sports mm -hmm. like for me I, when you were saying that I went back to a time where like I like I worship Monday night football mm -hmm. like Monday night football was everything like I mean I had to make sure that I was home by you know 4 30 to make sure that I had enough time to barbecue but I was gonna barbecue and have everything set and have my you know my little we had like a little like a two-bedroom like I think it called they called it a condo but it was an apartment <laughs> a two-bedroom apartment but I had this big old sound system, you know, that I was all happy about, right? That I had to have blasting on Monday Night Football. And I was like, it was all about Monday Night Football. Like, yeah. I just loved Monday Night Football and I worshipped it. And it became it became an idol so much so that, um, like, it got in the way of everything else. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want anybody to talk during Monday Night Football. You could talk during commercials only. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I got to watch this game. Yeah. Like, it... it, it it was just it was it was pretty wicked yeah. looking back on it when you, and when he said that it made me think of that because you know right. and sports was an idol right. uh, for me big time yeah because I love to compete yeah I, and I I mean I was in I gotta think about this I was in two basketball leagues and two softball leagues at the same time mm -hmm. so it's at least four nights a week. Yeah, that's a and lot. then in one basketball league, like we lived in West Covina, one basketball league was in Pasadena, uh, um, and the base, the, one of the softball leagues was in Rancho Cucamonga. Mm. So I was like, I was all over the place, like, all over the place. 
oh and and was coaching was coaching sports oh, for my for my kids yeah. Yeah, i was you know i was all, I was all up in it <laughs> but the thing was like that that was life you know that was cool mm-hmm. but it was all fleeting right. it was an absolute idol because yeah. nothing could get in the way with it you know like vacations were like you know mapped around it oh we want to go here for a day oh, i can't you know i got a tournament mm. or i got a game mm-hmm. yeah, i can't do that as telling my family no like it became a hardcore idol but i like i like that you that you identified those in the old testament um you know there were there were three particular gods that were being mentioned um being mentioned and addressed in the ten commandments and it was uh molech baal and mammon and and really molech is pleasure baal was in intellect and then mammon was power it was actually power in um money money and power for both for, mm-hmm. for that one if i remember correctly but those are those idols that would get in the old testament people's way but those are the same things mm-hmm. that are getting in our way right now for sure like we could we could really point to these things and say you know is it pleasure mm-hmm. is it entertainment is it me feeling good is it me getting the attention that I want is it those things is it intellect am I chasing you know knowledge which a lot of people don't realize it they are chasing but it's you know it'll never end because of the world that we live in and how fast and how much information you could get mm-hmm. um, like it'll never end mm-hmm. you won't run out of, of knowledge and then power and money right those are things that unfortunately we like naturally chase mm-hmm. we naturally chase those things and you know to your point they have become idols and problems that you know we have to deal with and eradicate um, and it's not necessarily just saying I'm not going to do it but you have to make an, uh, uh, an attempt and um, like position yourself to be able to have the ability to say no to some things mm-hmm. and then if you are going to do these things like if it's work if it's you know our, our family if it is athletics if it is you know um, spending time with friends that it has to be to honor God mm-hmm. so that it's not put in front and we don't have that spiritual eclipse mm-hmm. right yeah. you can bring it alongside and can't can't be in front can't be in front yeah. best if it's in the back yeah <laughs> true that's true yeah and I, I couldn't help but think like of those idols we've both mentioned in my in my own testimony there there's like times I didn't even realize that they were doing that like I was just walking what I thought in a right direction or a good direction and then figuring out that man look at how much look how much time and effort just mm-hmm. went into things that really had no purpose or like you just said they were fleeting mm-hmm. you know and that, and that made, that that word actually is what made me think of that where man there was a lot of time that from like I said, basing it from like 2008 to, to now, there was a lot of time wasted and spent on things that weren't honoring God. One and then two weren't being you know I wasn't walking careful. I was more I was living more like the fool at that point. Whether mm-hmm. whether it was a full on full moment or or what I thought was an, an okay moment, either way it was not in the right direction. Or it was like you said, walking with something in front of me kind of hindering my sight or hindering my vision from going forward. And 
you know, like the sports thing, definitely one same on on my end. Uh, you know, playing a few days a week with soccer and then even baseball, and it's just funny how they always end up on Sundays and Wednesdays, and mm-hmm. those you know take away from from church days or tra- and and they did, and then you know having that that you know moment or that revelation of like man, that's totally blocking spiritual growth because when I should be at church and, and fellowshipping and getting, you know, the word, I'm, you know, up early to go at a park and play soccer or mm-hmm. to play baseball because I, I played in an adult league too that was Sundays and which was all fun and games, but at the same time it was not it was not worth um really looking back on it, it wasn't worth the time spent, honestly. Like I should have and I wish I would have, <laughs> you know, uh, had that about face um, earlier in my life than than now, mm. and then you know or then, but then even moving to the now uh, within this last year because looking at it, we you know it's been one year since basically like the lockdowns you know like from yeah. Yeah, like March was like kind of the the time frame. I don't uh, know the exact date, but I think it was I'll, pretty close. I'll look it up, but I, I, now that you say that, we got to be it's like right around close. yeah like a week or two away, right? Right. So looking back on that, you know, and then we'll just use. Like since we're on like talking about sports, using sports as an idol, um, sports and entertainment was removed, you know, at that time because everything got locked down, including sports. So even mm. I realized at that point how much of watching sport or how much of an idol watching sports was because that got taken away, and I, mm. and I found myself looking for it when I knew it wasn't there, but I still was like, so then you know, and then the sports broadcast system the the stations they know that people have a problem mm-hmm. so they start playing all the old stuff and they yeah. you know to keep you know to keep giving you what you need you know basically you know supplying your fix because we're addicts at that point <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly <laughs> <laughs> so, because you said that it, it just reminded me go ahead i got I actually got something funny <laughs> but i mean just you know and thinking of it in that way i felt like man i, I felt kind of disgusting because i mm-hmm. felt like man I, I that's another one of those things that was an idol you know mm-hmm. and then um even moving forward in this past year like social media you know the me- media in general became uh something in front of god for me because i was spending so much time um looking for the next thing to post or looking for and and granted a lot of the times it was like the next bible verse to post or posting like a verse or a song of the day or um you know and sharing the lyrics off of like a christian hip-hop song so people can like hear the gospel a little bit while passing through my page and and like you know a lot of the things i used social media for were god honoring but then there was other times where it was wasted time of a scroll or looking at things that weren't God honoring so it was in the grand scheme of things a waste of time and mm-hmm. and actually damaging to things whether it be my walk or uh, relationships or whatever whatever it may be so I had to take a good look at even that and make hard decisions on how to move forward because it was hindering my walk and you know the Bible tells us to to get rid of those things that trip us up mm-hmm. so that being sports you know like i've mentioned or work or social media anything that causes you to stumble or causes you to not see clearly you know see god clearly ultimately is an idol whether you want to admit it or not and like like i said with the social media thing i felt like i was using it for the right thing for the most part 
but God doesn't grade on a scale. Mm-hmm. It's it's you're sinning or you're not. And if I'm killing time, air quotes, <laughs> I'm sinning because the word says to redeem the time, yes. not kill time. So right. if you're killing time, you're not redeeming it. So you're sinning. Mm. Yeah, you brought up uh, Hebrews. 12, 1 and 2, which actually um, is a verse that I wanted to share um, because of... uh, Because it's awesome? Because it's awesome. Um, And and also because it's that reminder. um, And we've talked about this verse several times on the podcast. um, And obviously it's near and dear to to our heart. Uh, But again, it's Hebrews 12, verses 1, 1 through 2. It says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, which is what you're talking about. That sin which so easily ensnares us. Because yeah. we can get tripped up. And he's telling us, you know, remember who is around you, who's watching you, who's around you. And he's likening it to a race, right? And we're just coming out of, you know, the, the, the hall of faith. And he's reminding us of what we signed up for, who went before us, and then where we are now and then people are going to come after us yeah. as well hmm. um and then he says and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god so <clears throat> he kind of gives us this whole People that went before you and gave you everything you need to have and, and finish this race of faith. Mm-hmm. Why you're finishing it. Who you should be focusing on and where you're going. Mm-hmm. And how much power that person has mm-hmm. of where you're going, right? And that's why I love that part because like, we all signed up for a race and this race is our life. But when you're in a race, you don't necessarily stop the race and say, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to actually go watch this TV show. Mm-hmm. You would never do that, right? Because you signed up for a race. It's like, you know, you got to keep going. Yeah. Anything you do will slow you down. The whole tortoise and the hare thing, right? Where the hare kept taking breaks and the tortoise just kept that steady pace. Yeah, consistency. Consistency. Um, but I, I uh, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a nice little nice little segue Sick, here. Yeah. Nice little segue. But the thing I wanted to, to mention was that during, um, during COVID, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but ESPN kind of had like a... A point where they, you could tell they, they did not know what to put out there. Mm-hmm. And they actually had um, this series, or maybe it was one show, or maybe, maybe a series, about their first, the first episode, or the first thing that ever aired on ESPN. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Okay, so it was like a men's championship softball game. Oh, fast nice. pitch. Nice. What? Yes. Men's fast pitch? Fast pitch. I've never seen that. From like... I think it was early early eighties wow. or late seventies. So super grainy. Yeah. Like if you've ever watched like men's softball like on TV, it's not it's not it's not entertaining yeah. at all. It's way funner to play. It's way funner to play. <laughs> you know, and when you're involved and it's family members and you're poking each other or friends and you guys are you know, then it's fun. But yeah. you know, when you see men's fast pitch softball on TV, <laughs> like it is the right, it is the depths of <laughs> Of, of, of like, you know, what COVID did and how much we were like idolized sports, you know? So like we had like nothing to do and I, every store was closed and I'm sitting here watching this and Marla comes down. She's like, what are you watching? I was like, babe, this is the first episode. First thing that ever aired on ESPN. She's like, you are wow. What's wrong with you? 
I'm watching men's fast pitch softball from 1980. Let's call it because <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> that's how much I wanted sports. You are killing the time. I was literally <laughs> killing it. <laughs> Nothing was gained from that. Right? Nothing was gained from it. That's but when awesome. you said that, it, it reminded me of the when you talked about you know during COVID, all the sports got t- taken away. Mm-hmm. But it also you know the Lord ministered to me because. Like, you can get your fill on TV. You can just sit there, like, you could watch TV all day, and there, there's something that, that you could just watch. Mm-hmm. And you think about how much time you spend watching TV. You know, fast forward to, I think it was two or three nights ago, um, like, I had, we had so much going on. It finally had, like, you know, laid down in bed, and it was like, you know, it was like 9.45, just had done our devotion and everything. Uh, and Jordan was going to bed, and I just I, I clicked on the TV, and I don't even know why I did it, but then this show came on, uh, and it was like a 2020, um, and it was like it was really good. Like it was it was about this this girl whose car was found on a bridge, and they couldn't they couldn't find her body. Like they don't know, and there's like a bunch of people that are involved. And then when I looked at it, it said part one, mm. and the Lord was like, "What are you gonna do?" Part two is right after it. Mm-hmm. You keep going. Yeah, you can keep going. And mm-hmm. I was like, it, it kind of hit me. I was like, I, I mean, I could, I could be up until 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, you know, I got to wake up in like four hours if that's the case. Yeah, like, you know, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You talked about redeeming. How that you time. gonna use the time? Yeah. How you gonna use the time? Is this your idol? Yeah. <laughs> and how quick it can happen? Huh? How quick it can happen? You know. So I turned it off after I watched a little bit of it, and I realized that like, and even you know, Marla had like fell asleep on me. She was like on me. And then I like looked at her and I was like, it was like a commercial and it was like the first little segment. And I looked at her and I was like, I was like, babe, this is part one. And she's like, woke up. She's like, what? I was like, you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoops. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Lord, I got Turn it. So I, I, I turned it off. And yeah. then she wanted to talk about it. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I showed her a magic trick and I fell asleep before her. <laughs> Soon as you hit the pillow. Soon as I hit the pillow. Be gone. <laughs> But that my point is that that like those things become idols. Mm-hmm. Sports was our idol early on in COVID, um, and really, uh, and I I found myself getting excited about this like earlier this week. March Madness is coming up. Mm-hmm. When they canceled March Madness, like I was like I was like this is horrible. Mm-hmm. We could still play basketball. Yeah, and you know March Madness is coming up now, and that's that that arguably is my favorite time of year. When March Madness comes, I, I like I like watching basketball. I love watching college Gosh, basketball because yeah. they play for the game. They're not you know they're not for contracts or anything. Like they're trying to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was taken away, so it was like, well, you know, now what? Mm-hmm. And you know, again, you know, the the, the forward backwards thing I'm doing is probably driving people crazy. But <laughs> it 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 became it became those little exposures of idols that were in my life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I have, like, apps on every device that I have of March Madness to make sure that wherever I am, I can catch the games and at least get the scores. Mm-hmm. Right? A little silly. Yeah. little silly. Oh, I hear you. <clears throat> that's, what, that's, that's how easy those things happen. And, and you, like you said, it's silly. It, it is smaller. We're not, you know, like some, some of the idols that I've mentioned or maybe people are even thinking of in their head are bigger than that. With, you know, but they're all, I think the point is, is they're all hindering in some way shape or form they're all a distraction they're all going to end up tripping you 
uh, at some point, you know. So it's better to catch it early and, mm. and nip it or cut it uh, than, than letting it continue. So I thank God for the convictions. I thank God for even the things that have happened that have caused me to realize that things are idols because ultimately salvation is more important than whatever else that idol was. So I need to stay focused on the one that gave me the right or gave me that passage to salvation rather than putting these other things in front of it. And and everyone's are going to be different, so that's why I encourage, you know, like I'm not saying that everyone needs to stop playing or watching sports. I'm not saying that everyone needs to get off social media. I'm not saying any of that because everybody's walking and, and, and idols are different. So you, I just pray that listening to this whoever's listening to it actually takes into account an inventory of what may be hindering their walk or what may be distracting them from from what God wants to do through them you know because hmm. we all have a reach and we all have people that are are willing to to listen or hear us out mm-hmm. and if we're not you know lifting them up or or edifying them with with words that are you know from from God or leading them to God then you know, then ultimately it's it's killing time. Yeah. <laughs> and really, I want to point out what Nick said, because that's, that's the whole point of this podcast, is just to really embolden people and encourage them to find out what those idols are in your life. Because mm-hmm. it, will, it will kill time. It will hinder your walk, like you said. But it'll also create, like I mentioned earlier, spiritual eclipses to the point where you God just can't use you. He wants to use you. But he can't use you because, you know, you're stuck on your phone or you're, you know, you're watching every single game of March Madness and have a tracker, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things get in get in the way of God being able to use you. So the encouragement for, from both of us is to really, you know, cut those things out. Mm-hmm. Cut those things out of your life. Maybe dedicate that time to getting into the Word, to prayer, even to worship Him. Um, and just listening to worship or, you know, the, the funny thing is throughout this whole COVID season that we're in and people have truly neglected just being outside, mm-hmm. like, you know, and there was a period where after these, these stay at home orders were lifted where, I mean, it's just like, we talked about this, like kids were outside riding bikes and skateboards and people were walking mm-hmm. and like people were outside totally. and now we're going back inside and falling into the same exact rut that we were in pre COVID. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very careful of that. We have to watch out for what idols are being dropped right back in its place. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, that's, that's definitely our encouragement is to, you know, find out what those idols are and, and cut them out of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big or small. Yeah, bigger. Good call. Yeah, because yeah, like you said, it's it's a it's a hind or like we were both saying that it's a hindrance. But um, it, it reminds me of a conversation I had with my father-in-law yesterday, and he was he was talking about um, you know, his neighbor. It's a cross the street neighbor, and he you know he has conversations with them a lot, and they know each other you know very well, so he knows that my father-in-law is a Christian and. And, you know, that he loves America and, you know, yeah, you know, so he, you know, and he kind of, and he, and he takes care of their little community, their block. Like my father-in-law is a very generous and giving person where he, Mm -hmm. if someone needs something, he's, he's right there to help. So he, he shares with, you know, his neighbor or neighbors, I would say, but this particular one and he, his, 
he was basically telling my father-in-law that uh, he knows Jesus and knows he needs to get right, but there's these things that are keeping him from doing that. And his point was, is when he gets those things together, then he'll go to church or then he'll, you know, get right with Jesus. Hmm. But my father-in-law's point to him was, no, you you go to Jesus and then he gets you right. Hmm. And, and uh, because his point to him was, you don't know when Jesus is coming back. So you don't want to be caught worshiping that quote-unquote idol mm -hmm. when Jesus comes calling and that trumpet horn sounds you don't want to be looked up looking up from worshiping that idol you know and then Jesus right there calling you because you're gonna miss the call at that point and so it reminded me of first uh, Thessalonians in chapter 5 and this is verses 2 through 11 and it goes uh, in the NLT, it goes, For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly, like a, like a thief in the night. When people are saying everything is peaceful and secure, then disaster will fall on them as suddenly as a pregnant woman's labor pains begin, and there will be no escape. But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters, and you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to darkness and night, so be on your guard, not asleep like, like the others. Stay alert and clear-headed. Night is the time when people sleep, sleep and drinkers get drunk. But let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. For God chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out his anger on us. Christ died for us so that whether we are dead or alive, when he returns, we can live with him forever. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you're already doing. Mm. <clears throat> so the, you know, the, the point of being ready, because we don't know when God is coming or when Jesus is returning. But verse 4 says, but you, are, you aren't in the dark about these things. So I just, I couldn't help but think like, as we read or as maybe even if someone's listening, we're trying to illuminate mm. our own failures and idols that we've had, you know, that we've worshipped in the past in hopes that it, you know, shed some light on their situation so they can actually take that into inventory as well because the last thing we want is not only ourselves to be caught in the dark, but we don't want our, our fellow brothers and sisters being caught in the dark either. So we want to light, we want to share the light, we want to spread the light as much as we can because we are, like it says in verse 5, we are the children of the light. And of the day, we don't belong to darkness. Verse six: Be on guard, not asleep like the others. You know, fake woke. Fake and, and, woke. Don't miss that, folks. And then, fake woke. And then verse eight says again: Let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by armor of faith and love, wearing helmet or as our helmet, the confidence of our salvation, the helmet of salvation. Oh, bring it, Nick. Come on. Armor of God. Mm -hmm. But the last verse too, and this is the point of our. What we do here, episode-wise, or sorry, podcast-wise, is we encourage each other and build each other up, just as we were already doing. So don't take any of this as condemnation. It's mm -hmm. all encouragement mm -hmm. to take into account what may be blocking your view of God and Him using you, because God is faithful, and I know it from personal experience that when you seek Him, 
he uses you in ways that you would never even imagine and in ways that you think you're disqualified from right right and that and that's a uh, that's a lie of the enemy and that disqualification Mm -hmm. um even going back to your father-in-law's neighbor Mm -hmm. because so many people have, have said that and i even thought that well I know who Jesus is, but I just, I got some stuff that I, I got to work out. And really it's, I kind of want to keep my pets in a little bit longer because mm-hmm. I like it. It's, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that may come across wrong, but I know I'm, I'm telling you from a place that I was there. True. I mean, yeah, same. And, uh, and that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a preventative measure for you actually accepting Jesus and having salvation. And, you know, I, and like you said, you know, I'm, I'm saying that because I come from that position knowing that I did the same I did the same thing, um, but we don't know God's timing, Mm-mm. and you know your 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 idols are your idols, and they're always going to be there as long as you keep them. And you know we could we could cast our cares on Jesus because He cares for us. We can cast our cares, but oftentimes we go and we we, we pick them back up. Mm-hmm. You know, we go in bed and we pick them back up. We're like, I kind of want this one and I want this one. And then this person did this to me. So I'm going to actually hold on to that too. In case they do it again, I want to make sure I call them out on it and mm-hmm. let them know that they're a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all these things that, that, that get in the way that God just, he, he can't do what he wants with us. But if we, if we empty out our tank and let him fill it up, like you said, you, you would be amazed mm-hmm. at what he would do. You would be amazed at what you think you're disqualified of, mm-hmm. that he will qualify you yeah. and exalt himself through you. Right. And that's really what it's all about. And that's why those idols are such an important thing, because they prevent these things from happening. And anybody that's ever experienced those opportunities of blessings or just being used where you're like, there's no way I could have did this. That was all God. Mm-hmm. There's no way this could have happened. That was all God. And if you haven't experienced that yet, then I would ask you to ask yourself about what's in the way mm. what's in the way what's what's your what's happening in front of you what idol do you have what is creating a spiritual eclipse between you and the sun what is in the way s-o-n not s-u-n <laughs> s-o-n good word play um and i don't have an acronym for it <laughs> <laughs> but i did want to point out something that i actually heard this morning um because chuck smith uh mentioned it he's he was, he's going through acts right now well, he's I'm listening to the podcast that he has going through Acts. Mm. Um, but he said that, that, that there are two authorities. There's Satan's authority and there's God's authority. If you're not in God's authority, you're in Satan's authority. Mm. There, there's, and, and, and I was ruminating on that um, as I was on my run this morning because I was thinking about that. Like A lot of people are like, they're like, oh, I'm in the middle. I'm not bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not that good. Mm-hmm. I'm not God's. I'm not Satan's. Mm. Check this out. If you're not God's, yeah. you're Satan's. Right. There's no middle ground. There's no purgatory. There's nothing in between. Yeah. Right. There is heaven, and then there's hell. Mm-hmm. There's God, and then there's Satan. Yeah. Th- that's it. And I was like ruminating on that a little bit because a lot of people are just they think they're on the fence. Mm-hmm. Like if you're on the fence, you're not in. <laughs> you're not. A, you're not in the kingdom of heaven. And that kind of blew my mind. And, it, and, w- and when you said that, it actually brought it up again because I even wrote it down because I wanted to make sure I. I I at least mentioned it because it ministered to me and hopefully it ministers to somebody else. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Like you're either with God or you're not. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you're with Satan. Right. That's a scary, scary proposition. Very scary. Yeah. Let that set in for a second. Right. (laughs) Because that's, uh, that's real. Yeah. That's real. 
Yeah, it makes me think of Joshua mm-hmm. and coming up to, you know, the 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 Lord's commander with the sword drawn. Right? Are, are you with me? Yeah, he said, "Are you for us or against <laughs> us?" And he says, "Neither." Neither. He's not. He's not here to pick a side. Uh-huh. He's here to take over. But think about that. Yeah. Like the, even the, like, you know, God told Joshua, "You know, be strong and get good courage." I'm gonna take care of you. You're gonna have all these victories. Yeah. And then he saw that dude. He was like, "Oh, yeah." He said, "Who, who, who, who are you with? Yeah. Who are you with? Yeah." <laughs> and he said, "Nobody." Yeah. Oh wait, I'm with God, mm. right? And think about what that what that did to to Joshua. I took it as like a humbling experience almost too. I, I okay, because this is funny. So you took it as a humbling experience, and then I took it as uh, a motivating experience, saying. It's not just me. God is with me, and He's got some mighty people with Him. I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry. Mm. I'm just going to do what He says. Yeah. And that was kind of like a, that's the way it ministered to me. It's interesting you took it that way because it should humble you. you yeah. Should, you should realize who you are in the sight because that guy could have destroyed him right then and there. Right. Wiped out everybody, and he does actually go destroy some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Wipe out some stuff. <laughs> it's like right. I mean, I'm trying to remember right, but it's like right before Jericho. Uh, right. Mm, I think it's after. That's a good question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm picturing it as like a humbling experience because yeah. he's Joshua is like a um, you know he's a commander he he's a commander himself he's a he's yeah. a general he's he's a a war man you know he yeah. he fights he knows how to fight so finding out that his way wasn't going to be the way to do it or the way to move forward I felt like was a humbling experience because he probably thought he was who God was going to use and then found out like, no, God, God is in control and he uses who he needs to. Mm-hmm. Which is, we get a choice. We get a choice whether we get to take part or not. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so, more like what side are we on? <laughs> yeah. But we get, like, God's not saying that, you know, you, um, you know, you have to be on my team. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he's not. He's not. He's he's just there. Yeah. Like you, you, you get to be on his team if yeah. you want. Yeah, you can side up or not. And he tells you flat out, "I love you. I want you here, but you don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. But if you're not there, then you are with the enemy. Mm-hmm. You are with the enemy. There's yeah, nothing you, in between. Right. There's not a you know. Even though you can you can see like you think about um, uh, the rich man and Lazarus, how you know he could he could see. He's like. Dip your finger in the water and touch my tongue. He, he, he could see heaven, mm-hmm. but he's not in it. Right. Because he chose not to be. He's on the other side. He's on the other, other side. Chasm. Yeah. So even though you can come up to it, like, you know, I'm going to use the in and out analogy because I love in and out. If you drive by in and out and smell in and out, you're like, woo. U turn. But you're not in line. Get in line. You're not going to get it. Yeah. You're not going to get it. You better get in line. Yeah. Get in line. All right. Uh, closing notes. We're getting late, huh? Yeah. Closing notes. What do you got, Nick? Uh, man, pretty, I mean, I just wanted to end so with you. Right, it was before. It was before, right? Yeah, yeah. Joshua five, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then six leads into the walls of Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he that that's why. Sorry, we just like kind of yeah went, went backwards for a second, <laughs> but yeah, they. So that's why I take it as like a humbling experience because God's telling him like, your plans aren't going to succeed. It's going to be my plan or no plan, you know. And then he sees God work by walking around the city seven days in a row, then seven times on the seventh day to watch just walls fall. Right. But the, the shout. Of a trumpet, or the shout. The yeah. shout and the sound of the trumpet. Yeah. And you think about 
I love the view of this because if you're inside Jericho and you're looking outside, I always put myself in that position. And you, you're watching these people walk around the, the walls six times and, you know, you six six days. Yeah. And they just walk around and they're gone. What are they doing? Yeah. You know, you can see them just watching. And all of a sudden, the seventh day, the walls fall down. They're like, uh-oh, yeah. we in trouble. All right. <laughs> what, how crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. That God, uh, God's too good, man. He, right? The stuff he does to, to make us realize that we, we're, we're mere mortals, you know? He's He's in control. So that leads me to my final thought was John 3.30, Uh-oh. which says in the big boy Bible, oh. he, he must increase, but I must decrease. Um, and I feel like that for, for idols or for uh, anything for our walk, he must increase and I must decrease. Die to self. Mm. Figure out what's keeping keeping us from him increasing in our lives. How? What's hindering my walk? What's um, taking my thoughts and, and attention away? What What am I actually spending my time on? Mm-hmm. You know. So it's find ways to increase him in your life in your walk. And find ways to decrease you yourself out of mm-hmm. out of that walk because a lot of the time self is going to be what the idol is, and because yourself is what's telling you to go do that thing, or yourself is telling you what you got to do before you get right, or whatever you know, like we've shared, and and I feel like if we find ways to replace that with him, mm-hmm. he can use that, and he will use that. So I encourage people to to seek that, to seek him. Yeah, amen to that. I um, was thinking about Genesis, um, in Genesis chapter 3, right, where God calls out to Adam and says, Adam, where are you? Mm-hmm. God God knew where he was. Mm-hmm. It was actually a question of the heart. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Right. God knew that man was going to fall, knew that man was going to sin, but still sought him. Mm-hmm. And even though something got in between the two. And it might have been a fig leaf and an apple, but mm. those things got in the way. Mm-hmm. They got in the way. True. And God still sought him and said, where are you? And that's really his question to us. You know, where are you? Right. It's not that he can't see through the idols. It's not that that spiritual eclipse, that thing that came between us and the sun, makes it so that he can't see us. It just prevents us from seeing him. Yeah. And that's probably the most important thing that we could think about. We have to position ourselves so that there isn't anything in between us and him. And going back to Genesis chapter 3, we see the beginning of what that looks like. And we're living through what the results of what that was. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, we still have that ability to, 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 to come to him. We still have that ability to come to him through Jesus. And we just have to accept that and, and live it out. And we have to pick up our cross daily. We have to be in prayer. We have to die to ourselves. You know, there's certain things that, 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 that we have to do to make sure that we don't let sin or idols creep in and create a spiritual eclipse. Mm. And, you know, prayer, worship, fellowship, reading the word, those are things that just have to happen in order for you to have the ability to combat what the enemy's going to throw at you. Right, daily. 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 All right, thank you. Close out. Yeah. Dear Jesus, thank you um, for today, and thank you for blessing us and watching over us. We just thank you for this time that we've 
had to to share and and talk and and I just thank you for anybody that's listening, Lord. I pray that they were uh, they enjoyed the the podcast, but most importantly that they they heard you and were ministered by either things we shared or or I just pray that they they uh, if if they felt the prompting or felt um, anything in their life that they need to to remove or or to take account of, Lord. I pray that they they do that and take that um, that calling and that conviction serious and in order to to move towards you and, and to seek you um, rather than whatever the circumstance or situation may be, Lord. I just pray that, um, like your word says, that, that you increase and we decrease. And I mm. pray that you uh, keep us all safe and protected as we go through the, the weekend and week. And I just pray uh, and thank um, you for, for my brother Justin and his family and, and even uh, the opportunity we have to come together and, and record and, and share and laugh and I just, uh, I just, I thank you for my brother, and I thank you for putting him in um, in my life, and I thank you for his family and and all that they do for our lives and so many others. And I just pray that you um, keep not only their family but even my family safe and and sickness free. Um, like I said, moving through this week, Lord, I pray for your protection and direction, and we just thank you again for all that you do for us. We thank you for those listening, and I and I pray for also protection over them. I love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless. So I ain't gotta ask. First Corinthians 6, 9 through 13. The most important words are do not be deceived. People will lie to you, but we know where that leads. They hear us off Christianity, I got what they need. And all them false teachers, you gon' pay for it. And it's coming back soon, so just wait for it. You better hope he have mercy, better pray for it. John 3, 36, what you say, Lord? You'll hide behind salvation to justify your sin. And when I ask you for scripture, then you gon' lie again. And now you angry, well, they go your pot again. And they questioning your faith, but you gon' hide again. You saved the grace of faith, but how does that work? First off, faith is dead without works. You did not got, you go to hell, you don't get the perks. And that's the truth, you've been lied to, I know it hurt. James 2, 26, you know I got receipts. Being the warrior for God is it for the weak? Stop following these false teachers lying every week, leading the listeners to hell every time they preach. This for Joe Osteen, TD Jakes too, and every TV preacher that's making bank too. Kurt Franklin and every Christian rapper they through. The Bible says I gotta expose the fake too. You know iron dropping iron, let me break through. They talk about money, start bringing up the faith too, and you need to run from sin if you gay too. If not, then you getting denied at the gate too. And if I'm preaching hate to God, preaching hate too. The ghost words they gon' end up in the lake too. And I got another message for the crate too. I just want to see you better. I don't hate you. How do you feel about same-sex marriage? Well, first of all, how I feel about any topic, I think it's going to be really minute. I think that's been the big problem. It's, it's, it's that I think that as Christians, as the church, we've come across like the we've come across like the police. Yeah. You know, you know what, what comes across like. You know where, where, where the spirit of it—it it feels like the world police. So, you know, whatever my lens is, it's always going to be 
trying my best to see something through what I believe. All them false teachers you gon' pay for, and it's coming back soon, so just wait for it.